Oh, that was a good one. <coughs> oh, man. Happy Sunday. I think I'm going to post this on a Sunday, so happy Sunday. I'm recording on a Thursday. I just got off work. Feeling good. smoking since since 2010 is it 2010 yeah since 2010 and, and I still cough after all this time you know I thought I was gonna go away or that coughing meant that I wasn't you know a OG you know that I would eventually get there but Forever coffer. I'm just a forever coffer. So, and that's all right. <clears throat> that is all right. That is real smoking here. Okay, with Lit Miss Leah. Do you guys remember when it was Lit Miss Fit? Who remembers when it was Lit Miss Fit? That's at the beginning in the old days. Okay, I mean, it was like a little over two years ago. It wasn't that long. But, anyways, you guys, I am coming at you live. From our new house, I have a dedicated office workout space, and it is amazing. Slash, so it's office slash gym slash studio, right? It's all the things, um, and it's awesome. I love it. We had a house where I had a dedicated space before, right before we were in our downtown apartment, and I don't know. I just don't even think... I loved myself enough then, you know, I, I laugh sometimes if you guys hear me chuckle or something, it's, I'm just laughing to the pain, you know, some things are not even funny and I will laugh about them. Um, but when I lived at that old house, I didn't love myself enough. I didn't even love myself enough to like call a space my own or to dedicate it, you know, to being mine. Um, that's really what that comes down to because I've been thinking, I've been here for almost two weeks now. And I thought to myself, why did I not take advantage of this same type setup at our last house, which was, what, about a year, year or two ago? Because I'm talking about the beginning of when I moved into the house, and I was there for about a year and a half. A half. <clears throat> and that's what it comes down to. It really comes down to the fact that I didn't love myself enough then. Um, <clears throat> I'm like a little wheezy. I need some water. Um <laughs> And I mean, I have like a little decoration up and my um, fiance, he set up the office nice for me one day. I remember I was finishing up my last couple weeks of training and at my job before they sent us home and I came and it looked nice and I was like, oh, this is great. But I didn't like add to it. Like I didn't do anything else besides like the stuff that he put together for me and like with this new space, I've taken so much pride in it. I've set things up where I want them. And I'm like, I have ideas for what I want to do in the future. And it's, I really think it's a reflection of the new respect that I have for myself that I feel like I deserve this space. So here we are coming from my new place, my new space. Um, it's surreal. You know, it's, it's really crazy when you grow up and you live in 
situations where you never have your own room or maybe sometimes your entire family is sharing a room or a portion of a house, not even necessarily a room with a door, to having a house where you, outside of the place that you sleep, which you don't share with your child, right, which is odd because not everybody comes from places where their children can have their own room or each child can have their own room or whatever the case may be. But I have my own like sleeping quarters and then another designated space that's mine. And it's just a lot. It's just a lot to wrap to wrap my head around, but forever grateful, forever grateful of that. So I just wanted to share that with you guys coming from the new studio and we'll see how things go here and I'm hoping that this is just the beginning. You know, I, I really want to take this podcast far. Um, I have a lot to say. I get really nervous. I can't wait till the nervousness goes away. Maybe in five years, I'll still be recording and it'll never go away. You know, I won't know until I get there, but oh, I'm going to hit the bong. Sweet. <laughs> I get nervous too. I'm a real person. Like, don't think that. People who are on the other side of the screen or the mic or the whatever, like, we're, we're just human too. And this this stuff is, is scary, you know? It's scary when you're stepping out on a limb. It's like you're, you're being vulnerable, vulnerable and you're expressing yourself in front of other people who you think, even though they're probably not, are judging you, Right? We all go through it. But I hope you guys have been crushing your goals. I hope that you've been taking strides to give yourself grace and to love yourself and, you know, just take it date by date. All right, and got all the jitteries out. <laughs> okay, so intuitive eating, right? That's what this whole episode about is about. And I wanted to start off first by talking about why it took so long for me to come out with part two. So here I am on the Instagram, on the Instagram, right? I sound like, what? I was born in like 1940s. I was on the Instagram. No. So here I am on Instagram and I come across intuitive eating and I see everybody, right? Anytime something's popping off, everybody, it gets, it pops off, right? Just like keto, everybody and their mama was doing it. Intuitive eating, you feel like everybody and their mama is doing it. The only difference between those two things is I think everybody and their mama should be doing intuitive eating, and I don't think everybody and their mama should be doing keto, but that's just my opinion. Now, I'm looking around, and I'm seeing everybody doing it, and I'm seeing these programs, and they're all being offered, and these trainings, and and I'm just like, oh, well, I want to be an information source. You know, I want people to be able to come to me and you know, grab information in regards to intuitive eating. And so that's why I came out with episode one. Well, then after I came out with episode one, I realized, hell no, I don't want to be that. Okay. And this is why <clears throat> it's new for me. I don't have the, the magic answer. I don't have 
what it is exactly that you're supposed to do. I'm trying to figure it out. Well, at, at least I felt like I was like a month ago. So after I came out with episode one, and so I was like, oh, an episode two is going to come out next week, blah, blah, blah. And it happened like that, right? Because I had to go through the motions and I had to learn. And what I came up with was that I don't want to be the source of where people can go to. I can tell you what I'm using to help teach me and to help guide me. I can do that. But to act like I have all the answers or to think, because I, I don't think I was acting. I think I really thought that. I don't. And I'm okay with that. I don't have to have the answers to everything that I choose to do. You know, for instance, my my water bottle or my laptop, I bought it because I like it, right? I bought it because I thought it was cute or it was a good deal or whatever the case may be. And a lot of times, I've always been the type of person that tries to, you know, buy something nice or do something nice or do something that makes me feel great, like going to therapy or intuitive eating or whatever it may be, working out, and then trying to like, I don't know, like teach everybody else or show everybody else or like just trying to be that person, like, oh, you can come to me, I'll tell you all about it, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm going to try to stop being that person. And the reason why is because I feel like it's what derails me. So I'm over here trying to learn it and be it and do it. And then all the while, I'm supposed to be telling other people and researching and sharing things. And that's just not where I am right now. So I had to put a halt Right, I had to put myself first and set an example because that's the best way I feel like to share information is just do it. Do what you feel you want to do and that natural energy will just pour off of you and around you and, and people who want to learn or who want to be involved, they will. And they'll find their way just like you found your way. So I took a step back and I did it, right? Instead of trying to learn it um, or not learn it, instead of trying to teach it, I just did it and it was great <laughs> it was so great and through the whole like month or so now that the time has been a little over a month it's been awesome because I've had like low points and I've had high points and what I mean by low points are and that's the only way I can try to vocally express it to you it's like good and bad right but in my mind I'm I didn't even look at it like that so what I'm trying to say is while I was moving there was like this time frame right that just recently ended actually and I have like eating like really crazy right that's another way to say it and I just wasn't being that kind to myself and so I had to go through that in order to be able to know how to navigate it and what I'm trying to say is I had to just really live it and hit certain points before I was able to tell people about it, right? So for instance, online, you'll see people say things like, um, you know, not to worry about the scale or I don't know, like, can you do, can you do intuitive eating and still want and be wanting to lose weight, right? Those types of things. Um, you might see people with really small plates of food, or you might even see them have normal sized plates of food or small plates of food and often take like a couple bites and not finish their food. So these are the types of examples that I was seeing online that made me think, okay, you know, I'm like watching that and then I'm listening to the podcast that I was watching or I'm listening to 
and things that I was seeing on YouTube, you know, I was out there doing my research and trying to just pour myself into intuitive eating and what it was all about and then share the information. And it was like, no, that's not even what it's about. It's going to be different for everybody. So all these photos I was seeing or all these videos that I was seeing or all these feelings that people were saying how they felt about the scale and how that was the right way to feel because this is how you should feel when you're intuitive eating. And in my personal opinion, it's all a bunch of baloney because it's not going to be the same for everybody. And one thing I really loved when I was in Amy's training was she kept saying that. She kept saying that it's hard to explain and that this is going to be different for everybody. And she was 100% right. This is your journey. Everybody's journey is different. So it's not going to look the same. So although somebody might say, well, intuitive eating is, you know, for breakfast, you, you know, go to a buffet and slam like four plates of food. And then for lunch, it's okay. You get back on track, right? Like the on track part really throws me off. And it's like, oh, then you have a salad and whatever. And because you're just you know, you're, you're just picking up where you left off. That's not what it is for me. That's just not what it is for me. I see, I don't know. It's almost like our community was, or is, I don't know, trying to build like a diet culture around intuitive eating. Like it was supposed to be a certain way and it's not, it's not the same for everybody. So what I'm here to share with you guys, based on what I've learned about intuitive eating, is to love yourself and give yourself grace. Eat the things that you would like to eat, whether that be in a big portion or a little portion. Do I think that you can want to lose weight and intuitively eat? Oh my God, it's such a hard question. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still not there. I do not have an answer for that question. Have I been losing weight since I have started intuitive eating? Nope. <laughs> sure haven't. Haven't lost a pound. Still been sitting where I've been sitting. But what I will tell you is that my brain feels so amazing. My heart feels amazing. The energy, right? Like Amy always calls it, the energy the anxiety is less. I feel so at peace, but it's because of what I've been working on internally. It's, it's because of I'm loving myself. That's what it is. That's what I really think that it comes down to. And the crazy thing is here I was trying his diet and her diet and diet one, two, three and ABC and you know, I would um, go to places like to be with my family or my friends and I would miss out, right? And it is missing out because there's nothing wrong in celebrating with food and indulging with food and things like that. But diet culture made me think that that wasn't okay. And I remember there was a point in time where I'd be like, you know, like, I don't know, like it was okay to like not eat multiple plates on Thanksgiving or something. Like if you want to eat multiple plates on Thanksgiving, eat that. You do what makes your heart happy. Be good to yourself. Be good to yourself because there was a point in time where I was forcing supplements down my throat and going to bed hungry. And then three days later, instead of going to bed hungry, I was going to bed feeling sick as fuck because I was over here stuffing so much shit down my throat because I had, you know, kept it away from myself for 21 days or 10 days or whatever. 
And guess what? I was still the same weight. When I was dieting, when I was calorie counting, and I'm not talking about when I lost the 100 pounds, I'm talking about after, when I said, oh, I need to lose 20 more. Why? Because some chart tells you you do. You don't need to lose shit. You look fucking amazing. You're a badass bitch. That's it. You know what I mean? And that is what I had to tell myself. But I was over here suffering. I was suffering. I was beating myself up for ordering cookies, things like that. Girl, you know, I'd just be eating a cookie when I want. Do you know that there's cookies in the cupboard and I'm not like scarfing them down my throat, which is what I would normally do. I'm just here. And what's crazy is the scale is still the same. So whether I was super crazy dieting and restricting myself or I was over here where I've been in the last, I would say solidly, I don't know, like 60 days in love with myself, so happy, so at peace truly getting on the scale and being like, it's good, right? These pants is getting good, no big deal. Not a year ago when I was getting on the scale and even I might post that I was good. I might tell my man that I was good. I might, But really I was like, what the fuck? Why won't the scale fucking move? I don't care if the scale moves. No, I do not want to be like overweight, obese, or have like the some health issues that I used to have because I was big. I don't want to have diabetes or feel like I can't breathe when I walk outside. No, those aren't things that I want. I'm not saying it's okay to be that way. I'm saying it is okay to be healthy. And your health is not determined by the number on the scale. And even your doctor will tell you that. And if your doctor doesn't tell you that, find you a new doctor because it's not about that. And I'm going to tell you something else too. My ass is looking real good, okay? Because I'm building that muscle. I'm giving, you need carbs. You, you need protein, okay? You need food to build this body. I seen this meme the other day and it was talking about something about eating 900 calories a day. And then one of my friends, I inboxed her and I was hella weak. And I was like, girl, that's hella funny. Like, we know damn well we need more than 900 calories. And she said, my left ass cheek needs 900 calories. <laughs> and I was so weak because, one, she's hella funny and she's so right about that. And two, she does have a fat ass. So, you know, she's probably right. And it's like, I'm feeling the same way. Another person I always watch eat like real food and we kind of always inbox each other about it on Instagram is Myla. And if I'm pretty sure you got most of you guys know Myla. That's Myla Rose. We're always like, girl, you eat real food. I be seeing like, you know, ham hocks on her plate and like rice and beans and cornbread and like, you know, and she makes enchiladas and wings and like, that's me. You know, we eat real food. And if that's not what you want, because some people are like, what the hell? I don't want no ham hock or no wing. That don't even sound good to me. Fine. If a salad makes you happy, eat it. If a sandwich makes you happy, eat it. If you don't like to season your food, you know, if you just like plain white rice, do you. If you like sugar on your white rice, do you. If you like butter on that shit, soy sauce, do you. However you want your rice, however you want your food, however you want your palate, do what makes you happy. And I think that that is what I have come to understand in intuitive eating. And I think the thing about losing weight or maintaining a big weight loss and doing intuitive eating, I do think that it's possible. I know the maintaining part's possible because I've now been doing that and will continue to. But do I think the losing weight is, now that I'm kind of talking and just you know here with you guys, I really do think you can. 
I think that if I ate this way when I was 300 and something pounds, the weight was going to fall off regardless. Right now, when I'm sitting in the 220s, the weight's not dripping off because or dropping off because guess what? It doesn't need to because I'm fine. I look amazing. My body looks amazing. I'm losing inches left and right. If you, if I was super overweight and I, and I intuitive eat it, then I would lose the weight. Does that make sense? And that's what I mean by that. So I'm not at a point where my body needs to lose a, a lot of pounds. So it's not falling off, but I feel so damn good. And I'm maintaining just like I did when I was doing all that crazy dieting. So I'd rather be happy mentally and eat the things that make me happy, which because of who I am and the lifestyle changes that I have made, those things that make me happy, they're not just greasy, you know, <coughs> excuse me, greasy wings or, you know, tacos. I don't want that all the time. You know, sometimes I do just want like some vegetable soup. Sometimes I do just want a huge salad. You know, I eat weird things now like blue cheese and onions, you know, things I never thought that I would eat before, but I love these things. So I'm going to eat what I want to eat. And because of who I am and the fact that I've changed my lifestyle, those are healthy things most of the time. But that's because it truly makes me happy. If it doesn't truly make you happy and you rather have tacos and hamburger helper and you like to drink a lot of milk and big bowls of uh, sugary cereal, still, there's nothing wrong with that either. You like top ramen and you like to use all the sodium? Do you? I think what it comes down to is just don't eat 12 packs of the Top Robin, right? Like just eat one. And, and your, your body will find its balance when you treat it right. And that's, that's really how I feel about that. Another thing that I have come to terms with while on this intuitive eating journey is that I never feel wrong. I never feel bad. I don't say things like, that's bad. It's like, I don't want that or something. Like I had lettuce wrap tacos a couple nights. I think like once each week we've lived here because my man loves tacos. And each time I made him shells and I had the lettuce, but that's because that's what I wanted. Tonight, I think I'm going to make fish tacos. And guess what? I'm having a shell because that's what I want. So you just have to really listen to yourself. And I think you, we as just people need to give ourselves more grace and get to know yourself. You think you know yourself because you feel like, oh, I've been with myself since I was born. But like me, I don't feel like I really know myself. I'm getting to know myself. I am now. But I never feel wrong. I never feel bad. I just ask myself questions and I move on. Like I got off work and I had like a half a cinnamon roll. And I seen some leftovers in there and it was like, I don't know, some mac and cheese and like beans and vegetables. Well, I heated up like this little plate of it because I was like, oh, I just want to taste it. And then I was eating, I was eating and I said, oh, I'm done. And then I just put it in the trash and went away. Instead of like restricting myself for days, then I would have seen those leftovers. I would have binged out on them. I would eat like three of the cinnamon rolls. Then I'd be like, oh my God, you're a bad girl. You're having a protein shake for dinner. Like it was just used to be such a cycle. So... I try not to do the things that were in that cycle. And the part of that cycle was always feeling bad or saying, I messed up. I'll start on Monday. Hell no. Every day I'm doing it. Fuck a start on Monday. I do this shit daily. Like, what the fuck? So instead of waiting for that scale to move, you know, I'm more interested in how much I can love myself. That's 
like literally my daily goal. My new office area has a mirror, like a wall where it's all mirrors because like double closets. And I just look at myself all day like, hey, bitch. Like there's nothing wrong with that. I was talking to one of my friends the other day. Shout out to Katrina. And <coughs> excuse me. I think we need to <clears throat> hit the bong real quick before I talk about Katrina because that's my stoner friend too. So this is, this hits for her. are smoking while you're, while you're listening to this. That's the whole point because we smoking together. Okay? Try to make sure. Sometimes when you hit your bong, make sure you look at that shit. Sometimes it still be burning after you set it down. It's going to burn up all your weed. So make sure it's out before you set your bong down. Anyways, so I was talking to Katrina the other day. And if anybody knows Katrina, you know that she is so into herself. She just knows that she is the baddest bitch you ever seen walking, okay? You look, you say anything to her, she'd be like, bitch, I am the baddest one. And that's great behavior. And we were talking about that because I think we need to normalize, um, you know, being good to ourselves like that. Now, I'm not saying everybody got to do it the way Katrina do it, you know? <laughs> if everybody know Katrina, you know, she'd be coming in like, excuse me, Okay. You don't even have to be that much energy. I just want you to know it. Even if you're not just always saying it, but when you hear your friends say something positive about themselves, normalize looking at that as a positive thing. Stop making it seem like somebody's full of themselves or they're bragging or they're... It's okay to love yourself. And I really just feel like that's what my whole just new behavior has been. And what's crazy is I never felt like I was self-conscious before. I never felt like I thought that I was ugly or anything. Like I always knew I was a little big, but I knew I was motherfucking bad. You know, I, I know I'm beautiful. I've always known that. Okay. Even at 322 pounds, biggest nose you ever seen on my face, giving birth to my daughter. I'm beautiful. Okay. Like God done bless this face. <laughs> and, and that's okay. It's okay to know that. But anyways, I always knew it. But I didn't love myself. I didn't. I know that I didn't. I know I didn't love myself because of what I tolerated to go on around me. I know I didn't love myself because who I allowed in my life. I know I didn't love myself because I didn't put myself first. I mean, I was just letting you guys know like two years ago, I had a room in my house that was my little, you know, my little woman cave, my little office, meditation room, you know, smoke room, workout, whatever you want to do. And I didn't do, I didn't make, I didn't spruce it up because I didn't love myself. It's just like if you're a person and you don't take care of yourself, you look like shit every motherfucking day because you don't care, you're not taking pride in yourself. I didn't take pride in my room. I have respect for myself. I didn't feel like I deserved it. But today I do. Today I do. And I, I still feel like I have a long way to go, but I'm working on it. And some things that help me are giving myself grace at all times, 
Um, affirmations is something that's new to me, but I'm really falling falling in love with. It originally was brought to my attention. I, I would hear, <clears throat> I will say this first, <clears throat> excuse me, Ooh, that bong throw would just be kind of catching up with you even minutes later. But I would hear like my fiance say things like about affirmations that he was one of the first people I ever heard kind of say something like that. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, if I didn't, I'm just being honest. Sometimes when your significant other or your spouse tells you something, you don't really register it. And then when somebody else tells you, you'd be like, oh, okay. And I don't feel bad sharing that because I feel like that's true for us. And even for him, he'll do the same thing. Like I'll tell him, I think I told him about um, an espresso. And I was like, oh, I want to get an espresso, blah, blah, blah. And he's like looking at me like I'm crazy. Oh, okay, honey, you know, we, we didn't get it. And then his friend's like raving about the Nespresso. He's like, hey, babe, I got to talk about the Nespresso. I'm like, you didn't even care about the Nespresso when I was worried about the Nespresso. But now, you know, friend number two, because I'm not going to tell his name because I don't know if he wants me telling his business. But, you know, he was like raving on about it because he was. But anyways, I say all that to say that Jasmine was one of the first people, Jasmine Lose Me on Instagram, who's, I was in her, one of her groups in the fall, yeah, that was fall of 2020, and it was the I Am Worthy um, challenge, basically, and, it, or not a challenge, like, for me, it would have felt like a support group, it was fucking amazing, but anyways, you have to go to her Instagram and look on her website to see what it's all about, and this is not an advertisement, <laughs> But she talked about affirmations, and I did, like, one. And it was one that one of the ladies brought up inside of the group, and it was like, I am whole. And I would always say that to myself. And then I started saying another one that was like, I am safe. And so then I would write them down, and, you know, it developed from there. And then a couple weeks ago, I got um, Vic, you know, hi, Vic, on Instagram. I got her affirmation deck. And so it's like a deck of cards that have different affirmations on them. And she even gives you some blank cards to make your own. And um, I pull them out every day and I do my affirmations and it makes me feel so good. So that's another way that I show myself self-love um, in, in this growing, in this process. But giving myself grace is the first one though. And I know I already said that, but that's like just the biggest one because I was just so hard on myself. Like I just ruthless, you know, like, fuck, but I don't be doing that shit no more, I be hella chill, hella cool, like, mm. and in times when shit be going down, like, you know, when, like, the family shit be popping off, or maybe if I'm, like, I'm trying to think what else be causing me anxiety, like, I don't know, like, work, oh, work be stressful, you know, you might be arguing with your man, like, in times of stress and the anxiety comes, you know, and, but other than that, I feel like I deal with it pretty well, but it's for so long that I have been working on this. Thank God that I can finally say, I feel like, you know, I got a little hold on it and those holds will come and go, you know, a year from now I could be spinning, you know, you got to really just check in with yourself and make sure that you are taken care of. As long as you're doing that, you probably are not going to spin. But once you allow somebody else to be the main, even, and y'all probably thinking, what, with your kids? Yes, it's not about the kids. It's about me. If I am not okay, I cannot take care of the kid. Okay? 
I can't cook the dinner if I'm not okay in my head. I can't work the job. Last year, in 2020, I took so much time off work. Because how in the hell was all that stuff supposed to be popping off? COVID, Black Lives Matter, all that stuff. I tried my hardest, but my brain was just crumbling on me. You know, and I, because I had to put myself first. I just had to. And that's what I did. And that's what you always have to do. And can't no relationship out there, can't no job out there, can't no money, nothing, nothing is supposed to come before you. You have to put yourself first. That's it. People always want to say, you know, they write it for their kids or they doing this. If you ain't write it for yourself, you ain't write it for your kids. You ain't being the best mom you can be. You're not being the best sister you could be. You're not being the best daughter you can be if you're not putting yourself first. So I think that's it. I think I'm done. This is a short little episode I because I needed to basically explain to you that intuitive eating has to be your own path. And I, for me, it was just more than just the eating part. It was more than the food part. It was it was the deeper work. It was the loving myself. It was getting back to the basics, journaling, checking in with myself. These were the things that I needed, <clears throat> excuse me, that I needed to do to get up off them cupboards and be binge eating the way that I was and the yo-yo dieting. It's all mental. It's all mental. And so that's it. We're going to wrap it up, you guys. I'm actually going to be doing a three-part, I think, maybe two parts. We'll see. Um episodes here they're gonna come out not this Sunday um so the next three Sundays after that it'll be like in the month of March one of them in March I am gonna have some family come stay with me so that one might get pushed back but anyways um breaking generational curses that is what we are going to focus on on the next uh episode and the reason why I'm saying it here because, you know, everybody says you're supposed to move in silence. I move how the fuck I want. If I want to fucking tell people shit, I will. If I don't, I don't. But it's to hold myself accountable. Because I be slipping with this podcast shit. But every time I sit down to do it, I feel so damn good. So I need to hold my own self accountable on my own platform here. Okay? And, you know, I want you... It, I know where y'all come from. Y'all come from Instagram, Okay? My little 60 views I be getting on my podcast. My little 60 listens. I love it. I love you guys. And I want you guys all up in my inbox being like, where is the general, the breaking generational curses saga or whatever we're going to call it. Where is it, Leah? Where is it? Don't let me let myself down if you really love me, Kate. <laughs> all right, guys. I'm out of here. Have an amazing day.